Welcome to the Kev and Pickle Show. First of all, let us introduce ourselves. I'm Kev. Which means I am Pickle. So, Kev, obviously this is going out on a Sunday, and this Sunday is, of course, Valentine's Day. So, happy Valentine's Day to you and happy to everybody Valentine's listening. Day. Hope you have a good one, buddy. So, Valentine, what is the what is the thought and the opinions on Valentine's Day, Kev? I think most people, most women will think it's just a woman's holiday, but it's not. Uh, we, too not. Can get in, we too can get involved. We're simple creatures. Uh, so keep it simple uh, for us. Um, you don't want him to spend uh, the world because what, so what would you get a man on Valentine's Day? I'll hmm. tell you what you get a man for Valentine's Day, Pickle. <laughs> Do you want to know? Oh, I want to know. We all want to know, Kev. We uh, all want to know. A chicken filler roll, maybe. Even going to the takeaway instead of us, instead of sending us to the takeaway, a Tommy Tank. Even let's say a certain type of job. Let's put it that way. Yes, fair enough. That's no bother at all. I, I think I know where you're going, Kev. So some of them are free. Some of them are free. And that's the thing, Kev. Everybody worries about money. Oh, I haven't got paid. Oh, I don't have this. I can't afford to get him like a card and like. I don't know, box of chocolates or some crap like that. Kev is after giving you all a list. And most of that, apart from the chicken filler roll, is free. And the yeah. best ones are the free ones. So the, you got to uh, believe it. Oh, it is definitely Kev. No, fair point. That's, that's a good way of looking at it, mate. I hope, uh, I hope you get what you want this Valentine's Day then, so. <laughs> On an unrelated story also, have you heard of the dentist has gone viral? I have not. Tell us what happened. Dentists can tell if you actually give oral sex. Get the fancy, you serious? Yeah, they must see something in your mouth. Well, hopefully not. Like, um, <laughs> um, well, give me a quick question then. Is that why you stopped going to the dentist? I cannot uh, deny or, what's the other word? Oh, confirm, right. So just leave confirm, it as a, we'll, we'll leave it at that, that yeah. Uh, so, girls, the next time you go to the dentist, just remember, he knows. Knows. Right. Okay. So we've already started talking about certain stuff like that, which is all very sex related, which seems to be a bit of a trend lately. So <laughs> because of that, Kev, okay, um, your poll on Bridgerton, um, well, like I could say it went down as well as the Duke of Hastings, but for you, it kind of didn't because the result wasn't what you thought it was going to be. I, I'll, have to, I'll take it on the chin. I'll take it on the chin. It's not porn. Uh, but I do have to address Bridgerton. I need okay. to apologize uh, to the staff, to the cast, to the directors of Bridgerton. Some of my facts were factually wrong. Uh, okay. Good man. So At least you're eight, honest enough to admit yeah, it, Kev. I, I will always admit it when I'm wrong. <laughs> 83 million households have actually watched um, Bridgerton. Uh, wow, we said 64, didn't we, last 64, week? 64, 63 or something. Jeez. So 20 million more. Uh, it is a gazebo, not a pagola. And he also, <laughs> rid, her, and he also rid her on a desk. I left at the desk. I do apologise. How did you manage to leave her at a desk? Like, you pretty much need to say that he rolled her, like, everywhere. You know what ah, I mean? Like, I left at a desk. But I, just, I couldn't count the many times he, he, he did places. 
See, Kev, the only place he didn't write over to the shop by the sounds of it, hey. Mother of God, <laughs> hey. Seriously, hey. That is ridiculous. Well, look, fair play, Kev. But, like, I don't know. If there's a second season of that programme, Kev, I think we're going to have to get you doing another review of it. So, I'll do a review on every episode. But also, nah, nice. we got a message in from a girl that we actually know, Pickle. Okay. Said, if you think Richardson was porn, watch 365 Days. Oh, well, never Pickle, heard of that one. I watched the first episode. Well, holy Jesus. What <laughs> in the name of Jesus did I just watch? No. What was it? What, what, what is it? Like? It was filth. Filth. I'll give you one word. Deep truth. Oh, wow. This is one hell of a stuff. You know what? We had two episodes. We did well. It was going to end at some point. And this intro to this episode could be the end of this podcast before it even gets started. So seriously, a girl told you to watch this that we know. um, And obviously knowing what you are pretty much going to see in the first episode as well. Yeah. Nice. Well, if I had known... She was, she was into this sort of thing. I would have tried a wee bit harder when I was a teenager. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that could have been your dream girl, Kev. That really could have been your dream girl. So it is. But look it. At least you know now. You okay? You can now just regret. Ah, too now. late now. Too late, too now. late now. But at least you still know that, damn, maybe I should have put some effort in with that girl. And of course, we have to say a huge thank you for sending in. If anybody has any other TV programs slash porn that you want Kev to watch. <laughs> sure. And review. I'll watch and review. Of course. Watch watch and... Yeah, Kev doesn't just watch stuff. Kev will watch it, enjoy it, and review it, and come back and tell us all what the crack is with it. Um, but yeah, Kev, that's savage, man. Hey, um, I Maybe keep watching more than one episode, though. And just see oh, if I'm going to watch them all. Don't you worry. That's grand. We fixed up all the Bridgerton thing. I know all of the cast and directors clearly listen to our podcast, so they will obviously appreciate you correcting yourself. Um, so, yeah, yeah play Kev. Good man. So, Kev, what time is it now? It would be the section of a uh, would you rather questions. Hmm. Question, question, only one. Right. Who went last week? Well, that's right. I did. And it was a good question, Kev. It was a very good question. You put me in a very predicament, very hard predicament. Uh, I'd and say I need to so. Apologize to my mother for the language used in last week's podcast, uh, but I don't fucking know what else to say. But <laughs> fuck it, like if you don't want to fucking listen, don't fucking listen. Exactly, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. So it is, right? So I dread to even ask after last week, Kev. Go on. What did, have you done a bit? Uh, but today, uh, would you rather? Not have sex for a whole year or have sex every day of your life, but not orgasm once ever. Jesus Christ. Okay, so, so far today we have spoke about a lot of sex stuff. Um, this is an interesting question, Kev. I am, so either none for a year or some every day. Oh, God. Um, if, if I was to go with I'd rather have it every day. Maybe. But think about it. Like, if you have it every day, some is better than none. No, now, it's not. Well, the old saying goes, right? And now it's only a joke, obviously, I presume. Okay. Because I know we certainly wouldn't be able to answer this, Kev. But they always say once you get married, should have some sex ends anyway. Um, but no, 
why what are you thinking about this? Why are you so adamant that I'm wrong by saying every day? Because you don't get to blow your load. Simple as that. Wow. Okay. So literally, you, you, you have this pent up and pent up and pent up and pent up and then no, no release. There's no relief valve, no release valve at all. You paint quite the picture, my friend. Quite the picture. Um I don't know, but then I'm thinking, like, how angry would you be by not having anything for a year? Like, it's, it's the same. It works both ways, like. But forever. Forever. You'd be um, wrecked as well. You'd be wrecked in every day. <laughs> That's true. But still, at least you'd be having... No, I'm going with... At least I'm getting a bit of it. So I'm going to have to go with... Every day. That's the one I'm going to go with, Kev. I'll take a bit of it. I'm going with a bit of it every day, but man, I knew you were going to get me back after last week. Um, I am going to come up with a good one for next week. Or, as we said at the start of all this, if anybody wanted to send in would you rather questions to us that we will definitely ask each other. And look, the first one was about giraffe necks and elephant trunks. Last week was about walking in and your parents having sex. This week, you're just after hearing it. Okay? So, I think it's safe to say, Kev, we pretty much ask and answer anything that anything we're asked. Goes. Anything goes. Right, yeah. No, I'm sticking with that one, Kev. That's my answer for this week. Thank you for giving me something to really think about. Okay, folks. So before we start off the show with the actual stuff we plan talking about this time, uh, we did, or sorry, I promised more so a story from each of us about secondary school. Okay, now, the reason I said that last week was because we just ran way over. We didn't get talking about secondary school like we wanted to, but we will, of course, be coming back to it. It'll be touched upon on different episodes and that going forward. Now, Kev, I said last week that you had a story where you may or may not have took the piss of a disabled teacher. So, defend yourself. Tell me what happened. Tell everybody what happened. The abuse I received for taking the piss of someone that's disabled was out of order. This is not true. This is not true, and I'll explain. Okay? It was business studies, wasn't it, Pickle? Uh, yes, definitely. Absolutely. And this man had, was injured in an accident uh, previously uh, and had a bad leg. Okay, the bad leg. Yeah, he lost his leg. I don't think he actually lost his leg. Jeez, I don't uh, apologies. My apologies. Uh, yeah, possibly. I, but I don't believe he lost his leg. Well, this one day, okay. as I'm playing football outside, Pickle, uh, as we did every lunchtime, I came in after, after lunch, after getting a bit of a knock, had a bit of a limp, and I was pinned against the wall by this teacher. Was it? Diddly day, diddly day, are you taking a piss on me? Are you taking a piss on me? And I, as you can tell, guys, my accent, Clearly he was local. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Clearly he wasn't local. He was from Donegal, I think, Pickle. Yeah, I think that's up that direction anyway, yeah. He pinned me against the wall. Are you taking a piss of me? Are you taking a piss of me? And he was going to... I thought he was literally going to take the head of me. I thought he was going to take the head of me. That evening, I had to go to the hospital. The leg was a wee bit sore. Ended up getting two, ended up getting two crutches. Back to school the next day. In the walk, hit a, in, him for a class again. And he seen me. The face drops. Yeah, this is Kevin. Yeah, this is Kevin. You're on crutches. And crutches, what happened? You? What happened? You? And I was like, I hurt my legs. So I told you yesterday. And he was like, and I'd say for the week or two weeks, I had those crutches. He let me leave early, let me leave class early, making sure I got 
down the stairs safely because he knew what it felt like to have crutches and have a sore leg. So I believe he was actually abusing me and not me abusing him. So well, I maybe maybe don't word to use abusing. Maybe um, well, no. Yeah. <laughs> you don't use abusing. I was never abused by a teacher. <laughs> Podcast, there's disclaimer, all that sort of carry on. But it's been 20 years, so I'm sure. Uh, well, I, 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 I thought I forgot about it, but clearly I haven't. Yeah. Well, that's just going to say, Kevin. I was going to say, are you over? Are you over it? But obviously, you're not seeing as like you said, 20 years later, it still grates you. So it does. But still, I still, did not abuse a person with a disability. Good man. So everybody can stop the online hatred then of Kev. It abuse. did not happen. Abuse. Not good, Kev. We don't want that to happen, so we don't. We don't want that to happen in any form of life, so we don't. Um, cool, but look at you. You defended yourself. You, you, you told us what happened. That's that's all you can do. Um, obviously, my story's a lot nicer and gentler and more loving in every way. Uh, it was about the person, or what should I say, the name Pickle and where it all came from. So, okay. Pickle, is, is, and it is a good thing that we actually have this story this week because the name Pickle is spelled P-I-C-O, okay? Because I know during the week somebody tried sending an email through and they had Pickle spelled P-I-C-K-O. So just to remind That is not your name. Kevin, that, that is, is not, not your name. name. No, that's just some random guy's orders. That is not me. So, Pickle show at gmail.com. Remember, the Pickle is P-I-C-O. I'm sure that's the reason why all of our friends in the countries I mentioned last week are still to get in touch with us, even though they're probably just petrified to get in touch with two Irish lads not knowing what the hell is going to happen. But anyway, back to my story about my name, Pickle. Okay, so I went to secondary school, obviously, like we all did, and there was a girl in school. And Kev, you know who the girl is? Okay, nothing bad, nothing, nothing wrong being said. We do not have to call this girl Sally. This is not one of them stories. This is just a girl who basically came up with my nickname. So this girl's name was Ona. So me and Ona, as Kev, you always also, say Yeah, go on. Her name, was, her name used to be spelled incorrectly as well. It should be O-N-A, yes. which makes sense, seeing as it's Ona, okay? But of course, people get that wrong. But anyway, so me and her used to sit there in the back of class. We'd be having the crack, we'd be talking those. And one day, she just kind of nudged me and wrote down P-I-C-O and kind of gave me a nudge going, oh, look at that. I was like, what is that? I said, like, that's a Pico or something. She said, no, that's Pico. You don't, don't spell it with the K. It looks better. I was like, all right, okay, okay. I never really thought of it. And she looked, it kicked on, so it did. And I've been called Pico pretty much ever since then. So because she basically gave me the name, which I prefer more than my own name, um, I, of course, like I do, Kev, and we're three episodes in, and I'm pretty sure this is either the second or the third time I'm about to say, sure, didn't I fall in love with her? Five years in secondary school, is that right? Yeah, three years and two years. Yeah, five years we spent in secondary school. I was adamant this was the girl. It was she named me, I'm gonna marry, I'm gonna have kids or I'm gonna have a family, gonna be just oh that's it, ready to go to Vegas and get married. Um yeah, I spent five years probably trying to and you know what I got off of by the time leaving start finished, Kev? You know what I nothing. got off of? Nothing. nothing. Absolutely not. Now, I'm not blaming all the girls in our primary school, but like we touched on before, we never got near any of those girls, so we didn't touch the two main boys in the class. So when a girl started talking to me in secondary school, so obviously I was just going to fall head over heels in love, um, even though it wasn't obviously reciprocated, but sure, no matter, it's all a bit of fun. What do we always say, Kev? 
These are the stories that were stupid, they were funny, and we can just laugh about them now, um, which is the whole point. But yeah, look, guys, that's just a couple of things about secondary school, okay? We are going to come back. We're going to talk a lot more about it. We've got stories in. We're going to be contacting everyone back who gets in contact with us. Isn't that right, Kev? That's right. Yeah, we'll always make sure that we send a wee reply back, whether it's on Instagram or whether it's on Gmail. We appreciate everybody getting in touch. But yeah, there are two of the stories, and don't worry, there is a lot more to come. Okay, so Kev, do you want to let everybody know what we're going to have a wee chat about today? We're definitely going to be talking about kids' games and stuff we did when we were kids. Happy days. Not too many stuff, though. We can't talk about that. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) He's now. You behave. You behave. Right. I'm behaving this week. Okay, right. Okay, right. Go on ahead. What have One you got? of my first best games, I'd say, playing as a kid was Tip the Can. Do you remember Tip the Can? I have no idea what Tip the Can is, Kev. I know we played a lot of games. What? Tell me, what was Tip the Can? Okay, so one person said stood at, stood at the can and was counting, and everybody else ran away and say played hide and seek for talk's sake. And the person, the can person, had to go and try to find them. And if you were caught, they'll put into jail. But the, say if you weren't caught, you had to have this like stealth mode. You had to go into like army mode, more or less. So to try to get away from the person, and if you tip the can, you released everybody. Did we used to play that in Brendan's house? Yeah, I remember it. Was, it was outside. Yeah, no, but that's what I mean. But like the the big house, the big yard. Yeah. Um, I think I remember something about jail, all right. See, that's what I mean. Yeah. If you stand somewhere and everybody runs away, I, to me, that was just a normal Tuesday. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so it was. But, all right, so that's that's your your most favourite childhood. Well, no, it was one of my favourite. you remember when we were in school, though? Red Rover. Red Rover, Red Rover, we called Pickle Rover. Well, it would have been Kieran Rover. Oh, that's straight. Um, I do, but here, when you're talking about school games, and do you remember Corners? Corners was a good game. Corners we, was a great game. Yeah, we'd stand like in the shelters for anybody who didn't grow up in a really good country school. We had, um, what do you call them, Kevin? Like bicycle sheds and stuff like that, like that were just open. Shelters. There were shelters that were condemned in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, so what we'd do is we'd stand, everybody stand in a corner and you'd have to move from corner to corner where it's somebody getting your spot. And that pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Went. yeah that was a good game, Kev. Do you, you remember in their school there was two shelters? There was a little shelter. Oh, there was a like, tiny one. Yeah. The smaller kids were played and then. When you graduated into a bigger class, you got to do the big shelter. Oh, yeah. Like, there'll be kids looking around the corner, and you'd be like, not yet, kid. Not no, yet. You're not Stay. ready for the big corner. Stay where you are. So, and you even had, let's just say, in country school, we even had middle corners. Isn't that right? Do you remember middle, oh, the middle yeah. corner? Yeah, it was a corner that was just a wall. <laughs> yeah. um, like, <laughs> you're not standing in a corner. Yeah, but there were so many of us, we had to invent corners on a flat wall. Yeah. Um, it was our oh man. But here, that school kind of game, Kev, I'll always remember like birthday party games when we were kids. You know what I mean? Like they'll kiss and catch and stuff like that. Like, or, you know what I mean? Like for some of us, like we could have been sitting there drinking a cup of tea and the girl still wouldn't have come over to try and catch us to kiss us. No. no. We wouldn't have been. You know what I mean? And like I have pictures from uh, my birthday party when we were young. You're doing an old dab impression, I think. Is that what you call it? The dab? I think so. Yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah ahead of, well ahead of the trend. 
Yeah, absolutely. Hey, but like, look, that was like the real childhood games then. But like, obviously, when you got slightly older, remember those like spin the bottle. So there was and Truth and Dale. Truth you know and Dale, yeah. Like, they were, they were. You know what I mean? Like they were the games that. Oh man! Well, then again, look, that was involving all girls and stuff like that. But look, we were lads. We played football. We played lives. Townies called it what? Headers and volleys, wasn't it? Headers and volleys, yeah. Arsenal, yeah. we call them. <laughs> and of course, World Cup, Kev. We'd always be playing World Cup. We did. Everybody we did. against each other. And we always played that in Jack's pitch. Jack's pitch. Oh, Jack's field. Unbelievable. Remember, well, see, me and Kev, we lived, you lived one side of the pitch and I lived the other side of the pitch. So, no, hold on. A, hold on a second. You yeah. lived one side of the pitch. I lived like eight miles away when I was a kid <laughs> for close like, yeah, we, yeah. Had, we had a cycle. Me and the boys from Aaron had a cycle to Jack's pitch. Uphill the whole way. So we were already, we had or at a distinct disadvantage already. We all bollocksed by the yeah, time we actually got there. Yeah, we just had to walk across the field. Well, see this, and that's where the story is, Kev. We did used to have to walk across a couple of fields, and not every field in the country has a swinging fucking gate on it, okay? So I remember this was like the last field before you'd get to the house, or before you get to the field, sorry, that we play at Jack's Field, right? And there was like a little kind of stream. Yeah, I was going to call I it. I remember like, the stream. Yeah, I one time had to try and jump over that because it wasn't like we're not talking the fucking Grand Canyon here. It no. wasn't that big, right? But I wasn't exactly overly confident in myself at that age. So yeah, in your, I ended in up your like ability to jump. Yeah, so I ended up like crawling down it and trying to like climb up the other side. Oh, that did not end well. I think I literally got dragged up along it, so I did. Um, just well, I was thinking it. about this. I was thinking about this when you were, when we talked about this last week. I remember this stream. I yeah. literally, I was a little bit braver than you, if you remember. Everybody I was tried, braver than me, Kev. I tried to jump the stream. I had jumped the stream. I missed. And I ended up in the water. <laughs> I missed. Oh, man. <laughs> it was like, what do you call him? Tom Cruise. Remember when he broke his ankle on the building? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. I missed time my jump. I jumped too early. And I ended up in the water. Yeah. I, actually think that, I actually think that was a bomb. Well, it is now, I think. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think what do you mean? It is now. It was always a bomb. No, but I mean, like, when you look at it now, like you wouldn't even talk about it. Like, no. We're from, the, we're from the country. You used to live in the country, even though it's in a very different part of the country that you live in. I'm a townie head now, but you know what I mean? Like Whenever I go out to the country and you look at these fields we used to walk over, you couldn't walk over them now. Like, so no. you could not a chance in hell. Like. But look, that's games that we played with everybody, Kev. What about the games that me and you used to play? What did we do? Every single summer, Kev. We played tennis. We were we boy did Wimbledon. We, yeah. we were Wimbledon and Andre Agassi. I was Andre Agassi. Was. You better believe it. I was Andre Agassi. I believe was left-handed, and he played um, two-handed backhand. And I wanted to always play a two-handed backhand. That's what yeah. my, that's why I picked Andre Agassi. And you, you didn't really take it up as good as he did. So you didn't. That's what I'm sure. But I believe I did. I think I did. I don't know about that, now, Kev. I don't know about that. But what I would say though is the one time we did play it, we played it for about ten hours on what can only be described as the hottest day of the year. And what happened, us, Kev? Well, we played this on more than one occasion. We played this with numerous people. There was oh, used to be yeah. tournaments and yeah. on this on this one time, I do remember. I was just it was just me and you at your house at my house. Yeah, very small course. Yeah. 
And so we had, it was your driveway, mm-hmm. was separated by, I think, two stools and a piece of wood over the top. It wasn't even a net. Let's no. be honest. Guys. The old gate. call it a net. Yeah. yeah. So it was a gate. It was a gate. The old, yeah, my house was an yeah. old gate, so it was like a grand height. Though. So we played, we played, and we played, and we played. Okay. And there was no breaks. We had a drink of water maybe at one stage. Not right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah. We, would, we wouldn't have stopped too much, so we wouldn't have. No. And then what happened? We realised what happened. We realised what we did. We came in, and I swear to God, I think what your sister realised what happened to us. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I never forget. I was wearing a white Arsenal T-shirt that had a load of jail or a load of trophies or something on it. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, when they realised what happened, there was only one way that T-shirt was coming off. Cutting it off, you. Cutting it off is right, say. So what I say. But look, it's good times, Kev. We you know I mean? were scalded. <laughs> we were scalded. We were absolutely scalded. But come here, you know what came into my head when we were talking about this, say? Remember the whoopee cushion in your house? No. We had a whoopee cushion one time, right? Or you had in your house, right? And I sat on it and it broke. Like, I mean, it didn't go brrr or whatever noise a whoopee cushion makes. <laughs> it didn't go That's more likely, yeah. But it actually... Um, Ripped. It broke. It ripped. My fat arse, like you know what I mean. Actually, ripped it. Like, um, so it did. But look, it's it's just funny. You know what I mean? Like, I'd never do anything bad in your house, Kev, would I? Lies. What are you talking? Lies. About? I. It took me a long time, maybe years, to realise what actually happened. <laughs> Folks, the person on the other end of this podcast is a thief. <laughs> Isn't that right, Pickle? Um, yeah, well, I, I did give it back. You could I have think. been done for breaking, breaking and entering and robbing, robbing goods from the house. Isn't that right, Pickle? I could have been. I, yeah. yeah. So what happened was this. Kev went away on holiday. No, 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 no. I will explain <laughs> okay, right, my version of the story, and then you can explain your version of the story. Okay. I had a WrestleMania or Royal Rumble on a VHS on a tape. So, I think I was meant to leave it for the lads to pick up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I come home from picking tomatoes, I think it was, pickle. And the tape had gone. I'm like, where's the tape? There's a window actually taken off its hinges, for talk's sake. <laughs> and the window's just lying there. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to my house? My parents' house, of course. Yeah, and my parents' house, little, yeah. little, little, little did I know what actually happened. But... In my version of the story, these boys arrived at the house, and I had this, and I think it was my parents' window at the time, it was a wooden window. You could jimmy it, you could pop it open. Yeah, and certainly the window, could. Yeah. And the window would come out with you, and you could climb in the window if you lost your key or whatever. Well, the boys realized, I told them this story, and they jimmied the window, popped the window, took the window out, climbed in my house, robbed the tape, climbed out of my house, and didn't even bother <laughs> jimmying the window back in, just left the fucking there. A lot easier to Jimmy out than Jimmy back in, Kev. Now, would you like to explain your version of this horrible <laughs> uh, breaking breaking and entering story? I don't even think I can, Kev. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um, there was something in the house that we wanted, um, and we, got it. we went and got it. <laughs> it's as simple as that. We, we, we just went to take it. Oh, we went to get it. We couldn't get it, so we took it. Um, so, who was with you if you don't mind me asking I have no idea I would have presumed it was the lads it had to be the lads from school like it was primary school days then wasn't it so was it a member one of these pe- people that we that we could be talking about had 
a family member in the Garda Street corner. He might have been there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been. But um, I look at it. They're all the crap that we used to go up to. Look, I'll tell you what, we're not the only kids that played games when we were younger. There's stupid things like this. So look, everybody's listening. Get in contact with us. Let us know, right, what you used to do when you were kids, okay? Get in contact with the email, kevinpickleshow at gmail.com. Contact us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. It's called the Kev and Pickle Show. Okay, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Okay, so normally now it's story time that we do every week. This week is a little bit different. It's a bit of a story time, but it's also a little bit of a catch-up or a, a retake really on stuff that we already said that people got in contact about. Um, Kev, I know you have one first. Do you want to walk away? I have one first, yeah. This is coming from Sally. Uh, of, course of course it's Sally. Who else would it be? Yeah. And she said, remember the time asking the lad you've been shifting, for, shifting on and off thanks to the youth club and pickle for setting it up thanks to the good old basketball team. She then asked him to the Debs, delighted with herself. She told the country because he said yes, of course. Mm-hmm. He then contacts me a few weeks later. He couldn't go because he was going to be out of the country pulling rope. He was going to a tug-of-war championship. LOL, the lies. I was devastated. Of course she was. Didn't believe a word of it until they bumped into his mum and realised it was true. LOL. And we call a person, let's say, Evan Forrest. Please don't say my name. Uh, great work from the lad. Great work from the show, lads. Yeah, well, Sally, like you know what I mean. Like you, you are who you are. You know what I mean. Like <laughs> you know, it's as simple as that. And what was the man? What was the bloke's name again? There, okay. Yeah, we're going to call him Evan Forrest. Evan Forrest. Wow. Right. That's that's good. No. Re- right. Okay. I'm sure that's well hidden. Um. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. And that's a good point. Then that Sally just mentioned there. Obviously, um, youth club days, and obviously we did have a basketball team back in the day, which. Even if Kev doesn't want me to, I'm going to talk lots about it in future episodes. Oh, uh, do we really have to go into this story? Oh, Jesus. No, okay. we don't go into that story. You're just going to talk U-Club stuff down the line. We're going to talk basketball, so we are, because that's that's my thing. So it is. Well, that so, is look, your thing. That yeah. is my thing, man, so it is. It's right. probably the only thing you were ever good at, was it? Yeah, but I was really good at it. <laughs> right, so <laughs> was. That's why he ended up in America, for God's sake. Right. Anyway, we'll keep that story for another day, so we will. So look, I got... Uh, or we got, sorry, a message in as well. Back on episode two, Kev, War of the Buttons. War of Buttons. I mentioned about how the War of Buttons uh, happened because no, some episode guys... Episode one. Episode one, was that not? Oh, was... I don't even know what this is, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was episode one, War of the Buttons. What are we on now? Episode three. Episode three. Last week was... Oh, uh, Sally, Sa- Sally, Sa- Sally Webb's daughter. daughter. Brilliant. Right. See, we're getting that far ahead of ourselves, Kev. Right. Honestly. Right. So the first episode of War of the Buttons one, when I said a couple of lads outside the Oasis come up to me and for, for whatever I told were trying to steal me buttons, but they're really starting to fight. So I said that one or two lads jumped in and kind of saved the day. Well, this week, my knight in shining armor that night contacted us and of course this is one of the lads own, uh, that's called Alan that is actually his name okay just said well lads just listening to the two shows bring back memories just on the war the button story I remember it well it was me who helped you out that night I threw me bag of chips in one of the lads faces before being dragged onto the bus by the driver great times I was like I so I wrote back to him going Jesus I can't believe you lost the bag of chips and he goes yeah I lost my chips that night 
but it didn't matter. I always had hamburgers as well from the chip wagon for soakage for all the vodka that we used to drink. Looking forward to the next episode. Also, what the fuck was Kevin watching? I never heard of that program. Definitely porn of some sort. Anyway, take care, lads. I'm pretty sure that reference is to do with... Um, Bridgerton. Bridgerton, <laughs> which was obviously last week's episode. Um, but yeah, Alan obviously was one of the main lads that if there was ever uh, any trouble, we'd always look for him. He would happily come in um, <laughs> Let's and see, sort he was that handy. out. He was handy, wasn't he? He, he? he was a good mate, so he was. He looked after you, that's for sure. He was handy. But, but no, thanks, Al, man. It, it's been a long time since we would have been talking, obviously, mate. So look, it's good uh, catching up. Uh, thanks for getting in contact with us and hope you keep enjoying the show, mate. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, Kev, have you anything else? We had one in from Trevor, Trevor didn't we? Oh, Pencil Boy, yeah. Pencil Boy, yeah. Trevor got in t- contact with us to say, yes, Kevin, you were, your memory serves you well. It was you who put a pencil on my chair. I sat in it, screamed, screamed out loud, and Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Duffy, you're about to Trevor, was screaming out loud in class. So Trevor, once again, seem to be an awful lot of apologizing in this episode. Apologies, <laughs> Trevor, for sticking a pencil up your arse. Wow, that is, yeah, but I love how you did it. But yes, because he screamed with pain, he's the poor lad that got given out to about it. So you might have said Mrs. Duffy was your favourite teacher. Poor Trevor got shafted there, so he did by her. Pro- nearly as shafted as you did by putting the pencil underneath his arse. Um, so right, we got one other thing in then as well, okay? Uh, this was again touching on something that Kevin asked on the first episode, which was back in the day when you were shifting. Where did your hands always go, Kev? The gravity took over towards <laughs> the bum. Towards the bum. So... This girl, Sally, right, um, said in, uh, now, different Sally, obviously, to the previous one. There's so many Sallys in the world, Kev. So this girl, Sally, got in, and he was saying, right, that when she was shifting one of the lads back in the day, okay. Are we, we going to say, are we name the person? Yeah, this person's name, I believe, is Evan Forrest, okay. And <laughs> when, they were shift, when they were shifting back in the day, his hands didn't quite go as you're saying, gravity took over, so the hands went down towards the ass. Instead, while they were shifted, for some reason, he started putting his hand on top of her head and almost patting her like a dog. Um, wow. Um, that's interesting, Kev. And, that, and that is the same Evan Forrest, isn't that right, Pickle? There's a good possibility that it might be. I don't know too many <laughs> Evan Forrests, um, so I don't. But yeah, look at here, look at this. We say it every episode so many times. It's just funny shit. It's stupid stuff from years ago. We can all laugh about it now. You know what I mean? Like, And that's all it was. It was a bit funny stuff at the time. We talk crap now about it, we laugh about it, and we just have a bit of a giggle. But, um, yeah, Kev, look, that was loads in, and I know we did get plenty more as well. Um, but, listen, obviously, Sally, Sally... Um, and Alan. And Alan and Trevor. Um, thanks for getting in contact with us. Uh, if you have any other funny stories of that to take the piss out of Kev, more so Kev than me, uh, <laughs> just, just give us a shout, and I will happily read them out. Okay, thanks very much, guys. Last week, we talked about advertising local businesses. So if you still want to get in contact with us and get, have a shout-out, by all means, get in, talk, get in contact with us at the Kevin Pickle Show at gmail.com or get us on Instagram at the Kevin Pickle Show. Last week, we advertised Orwell Show, and Pickle did a fantastic job. He's up again. But also, guys, 
If you want to send us free stuff, we will be your brand ambassador, and we're not joking. So Pickle, take it away. <laughs> hey, Kev, are you fed up of drinking bad coffee? Yes, I am. Have you ever wondered what a hug in a mug would taste like? Yes, I have. Well, I have the place for you, Kev, and it's called Coffee Time, and it's located on Park Street, Dundalk. Remember, Kev, when you know that it's time for a coffee, that means one thing. It's Coffee Time, the best coffee in town, anytime. Now, guys, we're on to the part two of the part two part two of the show. Not show part part two of the show. I'm going to be talking about sporting heroes. So, Pickle, give me one of your sporting heroes. Right. So, we we have three each. So, we're going to do one at a time. Yeah. I've got three and an honourable mention. Right. Well, I have three, and then I have a a, a whole team that I'm going to give an honourable mention to. Okay. Okay. So, right. My first sporting, and these aren't, well, maybe they are in order, okay? George Best, right, is one of my sporting heroes, Kevin. Well, yeah. So he is. I'm a football manager, and to me, he was always the most naturally gifted footballer that ever graced a football pitch. Forget all the crap. Forget the booze. Forget the women. We all went through that phase, okay? And not most as of much, us went, but yeah. Not as much, and most of us weren't as good a football as he is. But for yeah. me, on a footballing level, and as a genius, I know everybody talks shite now about, oh, Messi this and Ronaldo that and all that crap. Um, to me, it was a different era, but George Best had always been number one on my list. So, right, give well, me the one. Ball, the ball was different, you see. The ball was heavier. You actually had to play with a the ball that was... Yeah, but the pitching weren't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you see the goals he scored, and, like, he was running around six lads, and the ball was bobbling up off his knee, for God's sake. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Clancy, Clancy Park on a, on a wet, wet, wet evening. Yeah, I'm telling you, hey, you know what I mean? He he probably did do it in Stoke on a Wednesday night. You know what I mean? Messi and Ronaldo probably didn't even do that. Um, but a long time ago. Very long time ago. But, yeah, no, definitely. One of mine is, with a shadow of a doubt, the magical Georgie Best. So it is, Kev. So, okay. you give me one. I'll give you one. Like that. That, sounded, that sounded awful. I don't actually I want before. you to give me I have before. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, go on. My first one is Chris Eubank. What a legend <laughs> of a boxer. Well, yeah, legend of a boxer. Um, Probably one of the best boxers of his era. True. Very Easy. true. Easy one of the best boxers of his, of his era. I remember when watching him against Steve Collins when it was in, I think he fought him, was it in Kerry or Cork? Could have been the Ooh, Dome. I, I'm not sure, Kev. Could have been the I Dome. Remember. Yeah, I remember. It was, I just remember. It, was, it was a new TV with ITV. Um, and I remember watching this thinking, Jesus Christ, this fella is unnaturally, unbelievably brilliant. His, his, his charisma, his boxing ability was second to none in the ring. Like, really the way out of it. And I, to honor him when mm. I was a child, yes. I dress up as Chris Hubank, and there is photographic evidence of it. There is, um, which will never be seen. <laughs> it wouldn't be allowed to happen now. It's a different um, world now, Kev. It's a different very different world. world. It, was, it wasn't a piss take around that. It was that I loved Chris yeah. Hubank so much. Even the way he, he tipped his hands together, like walking to the ring, and this pure energy that he had. 
Did yeah, he have the monocle? He had a monocle. Well, he had a monocle. Not when he was boxing, of course. No, And he was called, like, he used to have this granite chin. You know what I mean? And like, he, used to take, he used to take slaps. Yeah. He should knock him over, but he was an unbelievable, unbelievable chap. Nice. Is he the only boxer in your list, Kev? Uh, no, he's not. No, right. we, we, we that's okay. Coming. That's okay. That's okay. But yeah, I remember you dressing up or dressing down or whatever way you want to put it. I can still remember. I was the pictures. wearing leggings, a yeah. jumper. I had uh, a wig. Yeah, a wig, and, and that was paint. and that was and you were painted. And that's all we're saying. Painted, you were yeah. painted. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, it was not. And again, like I said, it was a different world back then. Like you, you pay homage to a man that you you liked by doing yeah. that. Whereas now, you know, I mean, now you can't even dare doing something like that which of course we understand all the reasons why we're just yeah. saying back then it was a very different um, a very different but yeah okay, Chris you Mike nice Chris that's a good one to have boy. yeah fair play I wouldn't have thought you would have been on your list at all because I Mill forgot Street. just so you know guys it was Mill Street I'm just doing a wee bit of googling as we're speaking it oh, was research, Mill Street researching on the show oh it's like yeah. Bridgerton all over again Kev. <laughs> <laughs> right who do you want? Do you want another one off me? Give me, give me another one. A local man, Kev. A very local man. The gaffer. And it certainly wasn't because he was the gaffer. Steve Staunton. The man. The reason, the reason why I started supporting Aston Villa and the reason why I still, to this day, support Aston Villa. Um, one of the left foot. Two things I remember of Steve Staunton. One, he scored directly from a corner in Lansdowne Road against some... <laughs> muck team I don't know what it was but he scored directly from the corner and in the 1990 World Cup he put the ball just wide I think of the Egyptian post with a shot from the edge of the box I don't know why I always remember that one it just I think it's always shown on a highlight or something because that game was crap it finished nil-nil yeah I always remember him Melham Lodes uh, used to meet him up in Lally's Electrical I think it was on Crambrassel Street whenever um, to be doing signings and stuff like that Um yeah, I was a big, big fan of Steve Stoughton, I have to say. And got to meet him there, well, over a year ago, obviously, because of COVID and that. Like, he did a he did a thing down in the museum. Uh, him, oh, Ray Howard. Yeah, and Stephen Kenny. Yeah, I got to meet him, got a picture and all that. It was nice. I had a wee chat with him. It was nice. Nice talking to him. Um, but yeah, I was a big fan of his, Kev. You're probably aware of that, though, are you? Uh, there is, yeah, because I remember uh, <laughs> your homage to him, uh, as you know, uh, you know, people used to have posters in the room of the sporting heroes what? or people that liked well, you I didn't did. Have that. No, I did. I did like. I did have a poster to start off with, so okay. I did because you have to remember, like the picture came from somewhere. But yes, what Kevin? You had a, a mural, a mural, a portrait, uh, inch perfect. Yeah. So my room back in the day had the claret and blue colours in it. Had Naston Villa border going around the top of it, and I had a picture on the wall of loads of stuff. One of them was Steve Staunton. And my stepbrother was very good at art. He came in and literally, to a T, drew him onto the wall, and like a life size. You you saw it, Kev. You know what I mean? like, it, yeah. it was it was unbelievable. It was there for a long time, pickle. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it really was. Like I can't remember when. Like, I'd say it was still there when I left. <laughs> to be honest, like you know, he's a big guy to get out. I was like, um, so he was, but yeah, no, I have to say, yeah, he well, look, anyway, all that's fun, like you know what I mean. So, look, we all had stupid shit in the room, um, but um, or had stupid shit in the room, not did stupid shit in the room, um, but yeah, Steve Staunton, 
uh, I'll, I'll stick Good him choice. at number two on my list just to get a bit of local interest. Um, so, right, give me a second one. Okay, well, I'm going local as well on this one. Be the Jesus. Okay. This is probably my most favourite footballer that ever lived. Okay. Unfortunately, he has passed. Uh, but my sporting hero, and probably my biggest sporting hero, is Barry Q. Ah, oh, great shout. He lived a stone's throw away from you, Kev, didn't he? He lived probably five minute walk away honestly when I was a child I didn't realise how close it was because I probably would have camped outside his front, in front of his house Yeah, uh, because I remember going to the games with me dad um, and every time I met Barry because we'd go there that early I'd meet Barry <laughs> as, he, as he walked into the into, uh, walked into the ground and I'd get his autograph every time I'd meet Barry um, when the dog won the league uh, on that fateful night when they played when Derry uh, went to Cork, I think it was, and they went to win the league and we ended up winning it the last day of the season. I remember going to the, the town hall, not even the town hall, it would have been the, the courthouse. Yeah. I've been in the courthouse and the crowd was nuts. The crowd was mental. And being, me being, pa, me father, I think, passing to Barry and then me, so he could get touch on Barry and then he, he, he reached back. Class, but class. Barry show was a legend. Um, what else would Barry? I remember even being at school, I think, at one stage. I think uh, one of the lads, I can't remember who it was, I think it was Trevor's cousin. Yeah. Francis. It was Far. Far, right. Okay. Yeah. And he, changed, he gave me a nickname, Baza, for a while. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember Baza. Yeah, because I was after, because I just wouldn't stop talking about Barry Q. So, That's yeah, class. that would be but my. Quick question. Bit, yeah. Like, obviously, we grew up together. Like, I didn't know. Like Barry Q, if you know what I mean, or at least I don't remember knowing. Like, did you know then that this guy was like, like literally one of the best footballers that this country would that be fair thing to say ever? I told my father of what this man was achieved, what he achieved, and what unfortunately didn't happen for him because he got sick uh, before he went to Manchester United and stuff. Uh, But yeah, you're told, and also you've seen him playing. I was very young when he was playing at the time. But I remember my dad telling me the stories of how good he was, and it was just, yeah, this is, this is a legend. Like this was, yeah, and so close to home. I would say probably at least it has to be one of the one of the best players that's ever played for the League of Ireland. Well, Jesus, I, definitely. I, I can only say I would imagine so based on everything you hear, everything you would say, read. You know what I mean? All the 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 respect that the man had. You know what I mean? And you still see it now with different stuff. Like you'd hear his name being mentioned and that, whatever anybody's talking. Mm-hmm. Proper football, and I mean that in like proper football, not you know, I mean, shit football, like you know what I mean. I mean, if people are talking about real footballers, um, you'd always get his name mentioned. I think that's probably the greatest sign of respect you can pass anybody, whether they're living or if they've passed on, like you know what I mean. You're still like, talking like about he, them. He, 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 he was so like he got sick while playing, he went to Manchester United, have a, uh, you know, it was just things happen for a reason, and he can exactly. back to them dark, and he, he was still unbelievable when he got better again, and then. Unfortunately, he has passed away. Exactly. And look, obviously, we know the family as well. You know what I mean? Like, so we do. But yeah, that's nice, Kev. That's a really nice touch. I like the fact that we just spent a few minutes talking about a local man there um, and hopefully gave him that little bit of respect. And I do hope some, I think most of the facts are correct there. Now, I could be wrong with one or two of them. I think maybe the league one. Could be a different team, but yeah, yeah, I think I'm pretty close. Yeah, look at here, look at you're, you're you're doing the best you can, trying to remember stuff as well as looking up stuff. You know what I mean? So look, all we do is talk about these people and try and give that respect to them, because by God, they would have um, 
they would have definitely earned it, Kev, that's for sure. So they would have. But yeah, nice touch, man. That's a good one. I like that Hello. one. I like that. You're number three. Well, technically, this is me number one, but he's me third one, if you know what I mean. This is the only guy that I gave a shit about growing up, which was Michael Jordan, Kev. Um, I was basketball insane growing up. Um, all thanks to my brother, though. My brother was played college basketball in Dublin, taught me everything I knew. He was unbelievable. Uh, so no matter how good I became, it was only because of my brother. Like, But yeah, Michael Jordan, I watched everything that he had on telly, any, any tape back in the day. I think my brother still has a box of them in the house or something, so he has. Um, he was the reason I wanted to play basketball. And he's the reason I kept going like I did and ended up, obviously, um, playing basketball in America, representing Ireland, May as well plug it. Won a gold medal as well. Um, but yeah, it won't, be, he, it won't be the last time you mention that. Won't it? <laughs> no, no. I think we should probably do something every time I mention it. Just call me a prick or something like you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, it's he's he knew how to win. There's a the Netflix program, the La- the Last Dance. Like if anybody wants to learn anything about winning at all costs and what you do to drive people around you, to motivate people around you and give them the belief that they might be lacking. Watch the last dance, listen to Michael Jordan, listen to his teammates. And by God, you'll learn so much. Hey. That man is. Was he, was he not a bit of a prick in that show? Michael? Just... Completely. Oh. He was, okay. but he, he drove lads. He made people around him better. There was a great story that came out in it, which was that during a practice, him and another player called Steve Kao, who's a coach now in the NBA, he's won titles galore now with the Golden State Warriors. He, uh, they, they, he didn't like the way that the coach at the time, Phil Jackson, was refereeing the game. Now, it was only a scrimmage. It was no big deal. Like. And... Whatever happened anyway, right, there was a foul call against Jordan. Jordan didn't like it, and he pushed Steve Kerr, thinking, oh, Steve Kerr's like a wimp. He's not going to do anything about it. I'm the big guy, and Steve Kerr just literally clocked him. And it all calmed down anyway. <laughs> Mike Jordan was told to go home. He came back anyway the next day and all that kind of stuff. And that was at the start of the, and I think I'm right, 95, 96 season, right? So you think, oh, these two boys hate each other now, right? The winning shot at the end of that season in the game six against the Utah Jazz was Steve Kale and the ball was passed from Michael Jordan. Okay? There you go. Now, I, want to make, I, I hope to God I'm right with those things. God knows I watched all them finals when I was young. But that's what I mean. He just had a way of bringing out, bringing people to his level. You're never going to be as good as him. But if once you mm-hmm. gave everything you had, which is all you ever want from your teammates. But no, he is, he's everything that's, Right to me about winning and motivating people around you. So yeah, he's he's definitely my uh, he's definitely my number one. Without sure. what's your number one, Kev? Well, it's not number one, but he's my last one. Has to be um, the Gypsy King Tyson Fury. Woo! No better man. A heavyweight champion uh, of the world at the moment. He was heavyweight champion before. He had an absolute disaster uh, in his personal life, mentally, physically. He, he put on, I think, eight stone or six stone. He lost it all again. He came back to be champion once again. Like This is a fellow that, as he's a gypsy king, he's a traveler. Uh, a settled traveler in um, Manchester, England. He came back. He fought. I met him. He, he came as a, on a tour. He was in the Heathenwell Boxing Club. Uh, I went to see him up there. I got boxing gloves signed by him. Uh, I thought, uh, me being six foot one, 
uh, I thought I was, and I big, I big hands. I, as Pico knows, I pretty big hands. Yeah. And this lad is standing beside me, and I thought I was a child. Like his hands were, it looked like an extra finger, uh, an extra knuckle. His hands were that big, and I was Jesus Christ, this man. And ever more or less since then, I more or less followed followed his career, and, and followed him uh, through all different parts of him. Like he just a, a man, mountain of a man. Uh, people used to think he, he was a laugh and a joke because he was singing and dancing. Oh, in far the, from it. Yeah, I got his the, book at the, Christmas. I actually got his book at Christmas. Now, it's me reading the book. I'm about seven pages in and it's already February. Um, but yeah, I got his book there at Christmas and even just the start of it looks amazing. So it does. Looks absolutely amazing. Like He just was... But he was just... And he still is probably one. He, well, I think he would be Joshua if he ever faced him because I think Joshua's got a weak chin. Uh, but some of it was just unbelievable just sort of carry on he was at. Remember, he did his best Undertaker impression ever in the 12th round against Wilder in the first fight when Wilder was knocked out. Wilder was away celebrating in the corner and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, he just hopped up. Proper WrestleMania style Undertaker going on. <laughs> and he and he did win that fight, but he really won that fight. Draw. Yeah, but he did win the fight, even though he got knocked down the last. Um, but like he, he, with that, he also like he was, he was said he was knocked out for, up until this kind of eight. But if you actually watch the video back, yeah, he was looking at the referee at all times. He was looking at the referee's eyes and all that. Say, yeah, I'm grand here. I'm just want, just need to take my time here. Yeah, I want to uh, do it fancy. Like I want to get up in a in a way that people are going to remember this. Like you know what I mean? Make them think that I'm done, and then all of a sudden I'll just kind of prance up and go. And then he nearly knocked uh, Wilder down after that. He got up and he went to town on him. Yeah, yeah, he went, he went, he went for it then. Yeah. So he did, hey. But I. Uh, Oh, that's class, Kev. Yeah, like, like I'm sure I've seen the gloves, so like I know they're there, and I know you still yeah. have them. Yeah, oh yeah, they, they don't be getting rid of. I want to see him become undisputed world champion, and I might think of it selling them then. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Oh, that's another thing. Then yeah, I actually have one of the 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 George Best notes. Um, I got that. The fibers. Remember the fibers? Yeah, I actually got it yeah. uh, a month or two. It was a girl and walk back in Vodafone in the day. I think it was Sinead was the name, was selling them. Um, and I wanted to get one for my dad because it was a few months before he died and I wanted to get one for him. Um, and yeah, I always had the logic. I goes, hey, this is a George Best fiver. This is going to like clear my mortgage someday. Yeah, it wouldn't even clear a month's mortgage, let alone all of my mortgage. Uh, it's worth about £5 still. Um but yeah, no, that's good. But yeah, at least I have something and you have something that you never know could be worth money at some stage. I think yours would be worth more than mine, Kev. I'd say so, yeah. <laughs> the fiber is probably worth six euro now, isn't yeah, it? Probably, yeah, depending on where you get the rate, like, you know what I mean? But no, cool. That was a good topic, Kev. I like that. Sporting just, heroes. Just can I just interrupt? interrupt. Yeah. I did just, go, just do Google that. It wasn't that year Barry Show uh, lifted me up. Lifted me up. It was probably the 98, sorry. 87, 88 season, and that would make some more sense because it was probably four years of age. I was going to say, yeah, three, four or five, yeah, three or four, like Jesus. I mean, four, yeah. But mm. I, re- I actually remember being on the steps of the courthouse. That is class, Kev. See, it's stuff like that you want to remember forever. You know what I mean? you got to make memories in life, no matter where it is, and you make them memories and you keep them forever, man. That is that is class, boy. I love that. That is a, I never even knew that, so that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. I love that you told us that. But yeah, Kev, Good topic, man. Maybe we'll come back to this another day. Yeah, there's probably more to go there. Oh, I'd say so, man. I'd say so. No, well, cheers. Thanks for that one, Kev. 
Okay, Kev, if we were like most podcasts, we'd probably have like a producer and like loads of money and stuff like that, okay? But if we had a producer, we'd probably have like a script of some description. That'd be fair, wouldn't it? Most of these probably have scripts. Most of them probably have scripts and most producers probably tell you to shut up when you shouldn't be talking about certain stuff, but we don't have that, so... And thank God for that, Kev. So if we did have a script, this is where I'm going to say, let's go completely off script, okay? We started talking about riding and stuff at the start. Then we started talking about football and sports people and all this kind of stuff. I want to talk to you about something now, Kev, and it's radio romance. Do you remember Michael Gerrard? Michael Gerrard, LMFM, radio (laughs) romance. Was it like 11 to 1 or something, or was it 9 to 11? I can't remember what it was. It was one or the other. It was early. I would have been asleep by then, Taco. It was 11 to 1. Yeah, probably nine eleven. Well, so like, uh, the reason I want to talk about radio romance is I remember everything about radio romance, which was you'd listen to it for two hours, right? And for some reason, you'd be listening, going, "My name is going to be mentioned now." Any minute, my name <laughs> is going to be mentioned. Some girl that I know and probably love is going to put a song on, like you know, what I mean E seventeen or Take That or something. Like that. I don't know what songs were good back in the day. Um, and you know what, Kev? It never happened. Never happened. It never happened. Did you ever get your name read out in Radio Romance? Uh, probably by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it might have happened once, but I know I put in requests myself. Um, but yeah, I don't really remember. It was probably the two boys again, Pickle, wasn't it? Uh, maybe, yeah. But then again, you used to also do like prank requests. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they were always fun. Like you'd even sometimes send in like two blokes like or something. You know what I mean? Like you'd be like... Oh, this so and so says hello to so and so. Will you play fucking D Ream? Things can only get better or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like it was like that was good fun. But again, I used to swear to God, Kev, Radio Romance. And if anybody used to listen to Radio Romance, which, unless you're lying to yourself right now, was everybody, okay? Let us know if you ever got a request where you listened to it and you heard the name and you went, what the fuck was that? Who is he? Oh my God, I can't believe that guy just did that. All my friends are going to have heard that. Now they're going to think I'm going out with him. Or something like that. Everybody is bound to have some sort of a funny radio romance experience. If you have, let us know. Kev, tell us the contact details, mate. <laughs> oh, thanks for <laughs> blindsiding me there. It's Kev <laughs> and Pickleshow at gmail.com. And as you know, guys, Pickle is spelled P-I-C-O after earlier on in the episode. Yep. Uh, I'll get us on Instagram at the Kevin Pickle Show. Brilliant. Kev, what songs did you like back in the day like that? Can you remember any songs? Oh, Jesus. What was, do you remember the, the band the Michael Jackson's Cousins? TLC. I was just about to say no, Chasing no, Waterfalls. No, Them, no, no. No, no, boys. No, boys. Um, oh, my God. No. I'll probably find them on my Spotify list, which is about as random as you can imagine. Oh, they were brilliant. Yeah, but I'm guessing they had like one song. Yeah. Ah, so oh, yeah. They were, they were, I, I would be a big Backstreet Boys fan. I was just about to say you were. Yeah, you definitely were a Backstreet Boys. Yeah, you wanted that way, huh? Uh, and me and me, the missus went to a concert even when they got back together uh, in the, it wasn't O2, it would have been, what's the one in Belfast? The Odyssey. Odyssey went to see see them in the Odyssey. Oh, Kev, you know you know the Odyssey, man. You've been in the Odyssey lots. That's the problem. I can't remember. I've tried to erase it from my memory to make the time. Yeah, we're even looking for ambulance service one time. Isn't that right, Kev? We won't mention that. Um, We won't mention that yet. No, definitely not. (laughs) Possibly, Um, yeah, possibly. 
he was um where, where I was going with yeah, unbelievable. They were unbelievable band. Unbelievable. Yeah. They were good. Well, look, we're talking about bands, right? I want to give a shout out to a band as well, okay? If you get them on Instagram, right, the name of the band is Blessed, okay? But on Instagram.blessed, Irish band is the name, okay? The reason I want to give them a shout is they do a lot of shows now, obviously COVID, which means you can't go see any shows, but they do like a live gig and stuff like that in one of the last kitchen and stuff. But it's brilliant. Literally, it's like an hour and a half, whatever it is. They play every song you can imagine. They have a song out as well um, called Lockdown, okay? Now, I love it, as you can guess what it's about. You know what I mean? It's literally about lockdown, okay? Uh, COVID and everything's going on at the minute. Listen to it if you get a chance, folks. If you follow us on Instagram, follow them guys on Instagram as well. Listen to it. Keep an eye out for any of the live stuff that they're doing as well. You definitely, definitely won't be disappointed. Um, yeah, Kev, that enough radio romance for you? Or do you want me to tell you that I used to prank you all the time on radio romance by sending your name with different girls' names? Did you? Yeah, a lot. You're one of the boys who used to always prank. They knew you'd be laying at home listening to it. Okay. Sorry, probably, probably erased that from my memory too. <laughs> Kev, next up, I call it question time. What do you call it? Question time. Right. Who? I tell you what, you go first. You ask me my question this time because okay. I'm keeping yours as a as a good finale. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm going to regret that, aren't I? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's not fair, Pickle. Um, but I got this message in. Pickle, can you tell me the time you got punched in the face by a grown man in a field when you were a child? <laughs> oh, man. This could literally be one of three people who maybe sent this in. Ah, oh, right. Okay. As a young lad in the countryside, I was easily led, might be the way of putting it. Um, basically looked up to all the slightly older lads. Simple, and... I would call it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. So anyway, right, uh, my home house out in the middle of the countryside uh, used to have a big massive council yard at the front of it. It was just had stones and stones and stones and all this kind of stuff. Now it has a lovely bowling green if people would just stop crashing into it. And what happened many years ago, now I'd say I was probably about, I'd say I was under 10, I'd say, right? And we were walking up the main road. So our house, the N52, if I'm right, Kev. That um, would be right. Is, the main yeah, is, and dark road. I'll tell you what, I went to Tullamore one time, like, two years ago, I think it was, whenever we didn't have bloody COVID. And the N52 nearly took me the whole way to fucking Tullamore. Uh, yeah, so it was it the whole way to Mullingar, I think. I order. couldn't believe it, boy. But anyway, right, we were walking up the road. And we used to, I used to, because you'd be told, it would be, sure if a car's going flying in the road, throw a couple of little kind of skittery stones at it and it'll just skate off the window and so they'll think they hit a chip or something like that and they'll drive on, right? You bastard. Yeah, big time. But it turns out, Kev, somebody actually taught that one day. So what happened was we were walking up the road, right? And I know who it was with. Don't even need to mention who they are because they live just up the road so they know who they are, right? And I literally had a couple in my hand ready for the right car to come. Little too scoot, right? And I can hear her going on the windscreen. It's like, oh, gotcha, you little buggy, right? And I thought nothing of it. All of a sudden, I heard the brakes. Your man spun the car around at Duffy's Cross, just literally right beside the house, turned around and came back up the road after us. So we jumped in to one of the fields, which was right at the back of my house. Yeah, I'd, Kev, Kev, you're more country than I am. I'd say it was corn or something like that. It was quite tall, whatever was in the in the field. So barley, we, we probably. Kept, yeah, barley. There you go. Even better again. Uh, who says it didn't grow up in the country? So we lay down in a sense, okay, to, to try and not be seen. But for the first time ever, and the only time, I felt guilty. 
So this man was in the field. I'll fucking get you, you little bastards. And all. I was like, oh, God, this is, this is not good. This is not good. So I decided, thinking that all the lads would do it, stood up. The I man. was the only one that stood up. And the man came straight over to me and clocked me and literally said, you little bastard, you, you deserve that. Got back into his car and drove off the road. I'm lying, I presume, probably bawling my eyes out, right? And the lads get up and they're like, why did you stand up? And I was like, I don't know. I just felt like I had to stand up and nearly like go, it's okay. I, I didn't mean to. I'm only a child. Clearly a man didn't care. Um, but yeah, that is how I got punched in the face by a very grown-up man when I was a child in the middle of a field in Darwin. That is what happened. Um, yeah. Thanks for that question. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that story would come up at some stage. Okay, Kev. So it's my turn now to ask you a question. But I do have to give you a little warning, okay? This is slightly different than the normal way, okay? Who changed not the rules? Not changing any rules. All I'm doing is this question is linked to a story that we got in, okay? Okay. So, obviously, we'll start off by doing the story first of all, okay? So it just says, right? Pickle, can you ask Kev, does he remember walking home from a house party? I think it was Scroogey's 18th, but it took us like hours to walk home and we didn't even live that far away because we couldn't stop laughing and obviously there was way too much alcohol had. So, as you said, the girl actually said that we could give her name here because this isn't a Sally story, Kev. As we well, I, well I know who this is, so yeah, go yeah. on. Yeah, so this girl is called Emily, who we both obviously know. All right, okay. So my question, very simply, to you is, did you try and shift Emily that night? No. No, did not. Can I have a follow-up question? Is that allowed? Oh, <laughs> go on, okay. How come? <laughs> nice and short. How come? Jeez, um, I don't fucking know. <laughs> no, I remember the night. It, we did laugh. It was crazy coming home. Uh, and I think it was just because we were having that much of a laugh. It never even crossed my mind uh, until she actually walked in our gate. And I was like, fuck, maybe that was my chance. Uh, and that was really it. And, like, you guys did live, obviously, close to each other, but you also lived close to where the house party would have been. Um, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously... Like we've had this conversation before, but we've never actually—I never even asked you this before, so I haven't. Okay, how how did it take so long to get home? Why, like, were you having so much fun that you were literally just like forgetting I, that you lived fifteen minutes away? It was about fifteen minutes away we lived, and I think it took us about an hour and a half. I think I was—we were rolling around on the ground at one stage because we just—I don't know what we were—I don't know what even we were laughing about. I just remember it was laughing and fucking couldn't stop laughing about it. Brilliant. Yeah, but it was—it took about about an hour and a half to get home. Yeah, but you know what, though? Isn't that great, though? Like, like, that's just something random from, what, nearly 20 years ago, right? And it's something that she wanted to send in and just talk about because it's a memory she has. Like, that's what it's all about. You oh, know it is a memory, yeah. Be, oh, because I, I don't think I, you know what I mean? You don't laugh with that very often, I don't think. But yeah, yeah, I just... Yeah. yeah, and it's always better when you can remember it, you know what I mean? But listen, I'm going to throw it out there, Kev, okay? Emily has actually gotten in contact with us, right, with loads of stories, which is great. We'll be touching on them in different episodes, all right? So this will be the last time that we hear from Emily, okay? <laughs> but for next week's episode, we need a reply to this question, Emily. 
if Kev had dropped the head that night, when you were having such a laugh and a great time and laughing away, would it have been, would, would you know what I mean? Would it have been a yes? You know what I mean? No, would it have been a no? You know what I mean? That's all. Kev, is that okay to ask that question? Yeah, but what if she says no? But what if she says yes? Then you'd be thinking, oh man, I really should have second tried. <laughs> Either way, I don't think there's really a good answer, but at least we'll have an answer, Kev. We'll have an answer, yeah. And then we can just put it to bed. The, the question to bed, that is. Uh, so, look, it, that's the end of the show, Kev. That's us for another week. That another week done. Uh, so, look, it, like we always want to say, okay, a massive and a huge thank you for everybody who listens into the show, for everybody who contacts us as well. Remember, it's just a bit of fun, okay? We take the piss out of each other more than anybody ever does. I think that's fair to say, Kev, isn't it? Pretty much. Pretty much, pretty much. But listen, Kev, if you want to... Or listen, guy, not listen, Kev, you're listening anyway. Listen, folks, if you want to send stuff through, you can do that, of course, okay? But remember, out there at the minute, okay, stay safe, okay? Look out for each other as well. At the minute, though, just look out for each other from a bit of a distance, all right? Kev, have we a plan for next week's episode? We do a plan, just like the A-team has a plan. We're going to be talking about youth clubs <laughs> and summer camps. And probably some other random stuff as well. I'm surprised the word sex isn't in there, Kev, with the way the last two podcasts have gone. But then again... I'm if, sure it'll pop yeah, in at some stage. If, if somebody drops us a usual message about some show to watch, then it probably will come up again. Uh, but yeah, look, get us an email, guys, if you want to send it in through. It's the Kev and Pickle Show at gmail.com and you can follow us and message us on Instagram at the Kev and Pickle Show. Guys, share the show. Oh, huh?